Welcome to Thrive with Confidence. This podcast provides insight into the Aquios Alliance, a buying group that connects private practices with trusted vendors and expert support. We will feature discussion with our vendor partners and optometrist members while we explore topics that will empower your independence. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thrive with Confidence. My name is Tim Merrigan with Aquios Alliance and Advisors. And we are doing our Industry Insights podcast today, and we are absolutely thrilled because we are joined by one of Aquios Advisors, Teresa Stancic. Teresa, welcome. Thank you so much for that warm welcome, Tim. I'm I'm thrilled to uh, you know share this time with you, and you know get to talk about what we're hearing out there these days. Yeah, man, it's hard to believe, Teresa. We are already through the first quarter and almost to the end of the first month in the second quarter. The 2023 is going just as fast as 2022 has. If not even faster. I mean, we were just all together celebrating Christmas, which felt like yesterday. And, you know, now we're planning for summertime. So, yes, time is just going by so fast. It really is. And you talk about planning and, and, you know, we finished up the first quarter, we're heading into the second quarter. You know, and one of the things that, that I know I've been talking with a lot of clients about, and I know you have as well, it, it seems like every call you, at some point you talk about um, the staffing and the hiring and how a much of a challenge it is. And not just in our industry. I mean, you see it in, in any place you go, you go to restaurants, you go to, you know, stores, you, you see how shorthanded people are. But one of the things that started to pop up more, Teresa, and I hope you can give some insight into that and in the, into the staffing. I'm starting to see a lot more people talk about virtual assistants. What are you hearing and what are you seeing in with the clients that you've talked to? You know, it's it's interesting that you bring that up, Tim, because yes, I actually have been hearing a lot more chatter about this. Friends, colleagues in the industry, doctors, clients that we're currently working with, if, uh, you know, some have posed the question, you know, I've been hearing about virtual assistants. Do you know anything? I've had a few that have actually very successfully um, utilized a, a virtual assistant service. Uh, one that comes to mind that a few have used is Hello Rach. And, you know, we talk about, um, just to kind of even circle back to what you were saying, hiring, getting the right people on board. This has been an ongoing struggle with clients for a long time. And, you know, we talk about where do we look for great people? What does that look like? What's our next great hire? You know, who is our next great hire going to be? And, you know, we utilize the same resources all the time. We, you know, post uh, on a job search engine, Indeed, Monster, social media, LinkedIn, time and time again. And when we say, okay, what does it look like to think outside of the box? We've, we've, you know, utilized the the resources that we have, and it's not really producing much of a uh, result at this time, right? We're not finding the quantity or quality of candidates that we're looking for, you know. So thinking outside the box, you know, virtual assistants have been been a bit of a hot topic. And what does that look like? What do virtual assistants, what can they provide within the office? And some of the services uh, that a doctor or a business owner might find useful by using a virtual assistant could be their, their scribe. You know, we're talking about wanting to, you know, get 
patients the best experience, move through the patient production cycle, move through the, the entire patient experience from beginning to end. Having somebody in the room with the doctor to help facilitate patients th- through the exam book, especially if they're struggling with maybe a tech, you know, a scribe would be a great option. Front desk is also, um, you know, a, a challenging area with many practices in terms of we, we don't have enough people. We, we need a full book. The one front desk employee that I have, you know, can't answer the phone effectively, verify insurance, uh, check eligibility, get back to a patient. How do I accomplish 10 things at once with only having one person sitting at the front desk? Would it be reasonable to think that, hey, you know what, maybe somebody virtually or uh, remotely could handle this for the office? And yes, you know, absolutely they can. Um, An option is, you know, a virtual assistant or, you know, a virtual admin for the practice. So I think in that type of capacity, um, utilizing a, a virtual assistant could be could prove to be very beneficial for our practice. And you talk about the scribes, and I think that's where we hear it the most is being used with scribes. And I know we've had some clients that have, have done that and absolutely loved it. What are some of the pros and cons, I guess, that you would see as having a virtual assistant? Because it is it is new to what we do, um, you know, and, and we are in an industry that is always about change, but sometimes we are slow to change uh, some of our habits as well. Uh, you know, the, the product always changes, the, uh, the technology changes, but sometimes we as, a, as an industry and as a practice uh, sometimes are slow to change. But so what do you see as pros and cons to it? Yeah. And I'll piggyback off of what you said, you know, talking about change. I think that's the one thing that we can rely on. Our industry is constantly changing and we have to evolve with it. And I think this is just one of the ways that um, our industry is evolving, is utilizing virtual assistance where, uh, you know, that was even... Two years ago, we, we weren't hearing about anything like this. I think one of the pros is there are companies out there that have the resources, the uh, potential employees ready and available to start. It's not like you're going to be spending a lot of time recruiting for these virtual assistants. They're, the companies like, for example, Hello Rach has them ready to go. So time that you'd spent on recruiting uh, is is going to be minimized with that. So I think that's a huge plus, especially in, in practices where you see a lot of turnover. The, the feedback that I've received from clients and doctors that have utilized a service like this currently in the past is that the, the, the quality of employee that they're getting is a high quality. They're interested in wanting to learn. They're fast learners. They're uh, very on time to, to show up to work. They're very reliable. So I think those are things that we all look for in hiring our next, our next best employee. A con, the, the con is, you know, to take it lightly that, um, you know, what, what does training look like for an employee like this? You are responsible for training them and onboarding them the way that you want, setting your expectations. And you, you have to do that virtually, right? You don't have a person, you know, sitting right next to you in front of you that you can tangibly show the EHR to ch- tangibly show how you want certain things done. That does have to be done via, via the phone or, or via Zoom you know, electronically like that. So that that can prove to be uh, maybe a little bit more challenging than you would uh, if you were, you know, sitting right next to the person. I think you hit on the pro sides to it is one of the, probably the biggest frustrations that we see doctors, owners, office managers have, and that's showing up on time. And 
I agree with you. I think with Hello Rachel, I've yet to hear of a doctor say I had to had to do a counseling statement because they were 10 minutes late for work. <laughs> you don't hear that with them. No. Nope. You know, and I guess even just talking to you, I really didn't think about, and you just made me start thinking about that onboarding curve as far as doing the interviews, doing the phone interviews, going through the resumes, uh, doing the the shadowing, all those things. That curve is is drastically almost a flat line because you go right into having someone right there ready for you. Um, and they do, as you said, provide really good candidates. Mm -hmm. So the time you spend recruiting or going through the process to find maybe that one good person uh, is drastically reduced in that scenario with using uh, a virtual assistant. Absolutely. And the other pro that I forgot to mention is that it, from the feedback that I've received and, uh, you know, what, what I've looked into, it is a very cost effective way of bringing a new employee onto your practice. They make it really reasonable to, to be able to do that and have the quantity and quality of candidates that, uh, that our practices are looking for. And I'm going to guess, and, and I'm not, I, I guess you also, you don't have the benefits you have to worry about, right? We don't have mm -hmm. to worry about vacation. We don't have to worry about if someone doesn't show up, they're going to have someone ready to fill in for that person if that person can't be there. They sure will. Again, we, I mean, we might run into a little bit of that training curve. It'll take a little bit to get them to the to the level of production that our doctors want and then they're looking for. But yes, I mean, they have the people there. So that, that, is, that is half the battle. And the other part, too, is you just don't have the, with that person being virtual, you just don't have the conflict that sometimes can arise between uh, co-workers and the mm. drama as well. You kind of eliminate that part of it as process too. So yeah, you're absolutely right with that. You know, it's something that we need to, as a business or as a, you know, industry need to really look at. I know you hate to see things going automated. You hate to see the people not having jobs, but it's getting harder to find the people. You know, you even look now at how things are evolving. Look at McDonald's. Uh, they've opened, I think, three, if not four, totally automated restaurants. Mm -hmm. There is absolutely no humans inside these at, at whatsoever. And they have one, I think, in Denver, Las Vegas, and maybe Dallas, and there might be a fourth one. But it's because and you're almost being forced to adapt because of the, as you said earlier, not only the quality of the employees that are coming, but the quantity. They're just not there. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and, and we don't know where this industry is going to be next week, next month, a year from now. And, uh, you know, just being able to be flexible with the changes that are happening and open-minded, I think is, is a huge piece of this. And where, um, again, we're, we're getting used to, uh, plethora of different changes, virtual assistance being one of them, you know, how open-minded can we be to, uh, you know, this new way of operating within our practices? I think that's really important being flexible like that. I think being flexible, but I think you hit the nail on the head with open-minded. You've got to be open-minded and willing to, to make the change and embrace change. Because as you said just a little bit ago, you know, the only one constant in, in our industry is change. Everything's always changing. So, so with that being said, and we've talked about the, you know, the, the big hot topic is usually has been the staffing and such. We're heading into the second quarter. And just with the few minutes we have left for a lot of offices, first quarter was very strong. They had a good, strong first quarter. What are some ideas throwing out there that they could maybe do for the second quarter to, to help with bringing in some revenue and, 
and marketing to to their patient base. Absolutely. Well, we're we are hopefully uh, any day here heading into sun season. Right. As soon as the hopefully these clouds pass uh, and the warm weather uh, decides to stay, uh, well, you know, what does that bring to mind? Right. Like, how are we protecting our eyes from the sun? Are we talking about that? Is that being discussed, you know, in the exam lane? Uh, and then how is that being translated from the exam lane to the opticians working with the patients? Uh, yes, of course, we need sunglasses 12 months out of the year. Uh, but summertime brings on that uh, sunglass mentality. And it's a perfect opportunity to make sure that we are um, uncovering that need with every patient that is coming through our door. First, we talk about, you know, profitability and what we need to cover our expenses. That first pair of glasses that we sell to a patient that we uncover the need for and, and meet that need, that pays for all of our expenses, right? That second pair of, of eyeglasses that we uncover and we meet the need of the patient on, uh, again, particularly talking about sunglasses here because sun season, um, that goes right to the bottom line. So what's good for the patient is always going to be great for the business. Well, that is an excellent way to end this. And, and I do think that you need to be talking about suns. And like you said, it's an all year round thing, but I think most people start thinking of it now in the spring, it really more comes to the forefront. Um, and I, and we need to protect our eyes. And if you do not have a prescription pair of sunglasses, wow, what a game changer that is. I hadn't for the longest time because I always wore my sunglasses when I had my contacts or whatever, but now with the prescription pair, it's an unbelievable. So you would be doing a disservice if you're not talking about it to your patients all year round, but especially this time of year when it is on their mind. So as, as Teresa said, you know, talk about it in the exam room. It really starts on the, on the, you know, call in, but a great little insight there for increasing some second pair of sales and some revenue in your practices as you head into through the second quarter. So Teresa, I want to thank you for joining us here on Industry Insights. I appreciate you, you taking the time out of your schedule today to join us. Uh, thank you so much, Tim. This has been a great time spent together. Uh, you know, love hearing about, you know, everything that's going on in the industry from the doctors, the managers, the offices that we work with and getting, you know, a little bit of time at the end of the week to chat about it. So this has been wonderful. Thanks so much. And it's always a fun time to get to talk with you. And, and folks, if you hadn't listened to our one before uh, Industry Insights, Teresa brings up a great thing of things that are going on in the industry. We are starting here at Aquius Alliance and Aquius Advisors a executive management program. Go back and listen to it. But if you want more info on the executive management program, it's a 45-hour course designed for your office managers, supervisors, and even your, yourself if you're the business owner. But you can always reach out to us at info at AquiosAlliance.com. That's info at A-C-Q-U-I-O-S-A-L-L-I-A-N-C-E.com. Or you can reach out to any one of our advisors to get more information on the executive management program. It's a, it's a new program that's, uh, again, 45 hours that we are very excited to present. You can always go back and listen to our Industry Insights first podcast uh, where Scott Klein and Kendall Gannott talked about it on, on that one as well. So. From everybody here at Aquios Alliance and Aquios Advisors, uh, we want to thank you for listening to Thrive with Confidence and stay tuned for some more great episodes of Industry Insights that will be coming down the line. Thanks, everyone. <music>